Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and the Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor at St. Benedict the Moore Parish in the Hill District. We have exciting news to share this morning about a spiritual awakening experience that is bringing people back to church. But more importantly, it's helping them build a relationship with Christ that has been missing in their lives. Alpha is an 11-week series offered in the Catholic Diocese of Pittsburgh, which includes a meal, video presentation, and small group discussion. It helps people to examine their faith, ask questions, and share viewpoints, no matter where they are in their spiritual journey. Since February of 2017, more than 1,800 people from the Diocese of Pittsburgh have experienced the Alpha program, and it is strengthening parishes and transforming lives. Here to to tell us more about this exciting program is Sue Ferguson and Rosemary Father Kelly Kelly, uh, from Our Lady of Perpetual Help Parish in the North Hills. Sue and Rosemary, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Thank you. Got it, Tom. And Sue and Rosemary, uh, as we were just talking uh, this morning, I I mentioned that St. Mary Magdalene Parish here in the East End, uh, we are very interested in starting uh, this program, hopefully uh, in the fall. So this is perfect timing for me to learn more about your program and to share this with my parishioners, plus uh, other parishioners uh, throughout the Diocese of Pittsburgh. So I'm really excited about uh, this morning's program. Now, Rosemary, you piloted the Alpha uh, program five summers ago at the former St. Mary of Assumption Parish in Glenshaw. Uh, what did your parish need then, and how did you choose Alpha? Well, about two years before we piloted Alpha, our parish did a survey of parishioners asking them about their experience of Sunday liturgy. And they had a lot to say, but the things that distressed them really stood out to us. And here's some of the things they told us, that they were upset to look around and see fewer and fewer people at Mass, that lots of long-term parishioners seemed to have disappeared, um, that young people, especially young families, were rarely ever seen in church, that people just didn't seem to be participating in Mass, and when they were there, they just seemed to be going through the motions. And there were a few people on that survey that even told us that their own faith felt like it was hanging by a thread and they wanted us to help them. 
And what we were seeing at St. Mary's at that time was what churches were seeing everywhere. We had good people at our parishes working hard to make faith relevant to our parishioners, but still people were struggling to make a connection or they were giving up and dropping out. So after that survey, Sue and I began a process of trying to explore what the new evangelization might look like in our parish. And throughout that time, we kept hearing about Alpha. And by the end of that process of a lot of prayer, of research, and input from others, we gradually came to realize that the Holy Spirit had been leading us to the Alpha program. Well, that's incredible. Wow. Now, Sue, often the church starts with catechesis, teaching about Jesus, but Alpha begins with a relationship. Tell us about this different approach. Well, in our research and just what we saw, you know, in the secular culture where we're living today, uh, people are hungry for an experience of God, not necessarily in an explanation of him. And catechesis provides a great explanation of our rich Catholic faith. However, we have found that many who are seeking or who have fallen away from faith need to develop a relationship with Jesus first before they're ready to take advantage of catechesis. So Alpha offers experience over explanation. And people who come to answer to Alpha are often seeking answers to life's big questions. So what they're looking for is someone who makes them feel welcome, someone who's authentically interested in them somebody who will listen without judgment. And most importantly, they don't want to be forced into coming to conclusions by somebody else. So if you think about it, like this actually sounds like what Jesus did in his ministry on earth. Mm -hmm. So Alpha provides that safe and open environment where guests can develop a trusting relationship with the members in their small groups and trusting relationships are built by guests feeling like they are being listened to by others listening to their doubts, their beliefs, and their struggles with faith. Um, it's been said that the experience of being listened to is so close to the experience of feeling loved that the average person can't tell the difference. So once the trust is built in our, in our guests with the facilitators and with the other members of the small group, we found that that just kind of opens the door to their heart to hear the message of the gospel and to, to develop a relationship with Jesus. I like that approach. That's, 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 that's so important too. You have to have a relationship first and then, you know, like in anything, uh, then you learn and you grow with that. Start, start it off on the right foot. Um, now, Rosemary, one of the exciting aspects of Alpha is that it's really connecting with our young adults. Tell, talk about how the first group uh, got involved. Uh, geez, going into Alpha, we knew that getting young adults to come was going to really going to be a challenge for us. And I think during that first Alpha, most of the young adults that were there were probably there because Sue personally reached out and invited almost all of them. But after that first Alpha, it was a little less difficult to get young adults to come. After that, parents who had been through Alpha began to adult invite their young adults uh, children to come. And the young adults who are at the first alpha became the leaders for the next alpha, and they filled up their tables by inviting their friends. But here, here's kind of what surprised us with the young adults. 
when Alpha was over, the young adults did not want to stop. They wanted Mm. to keep on learning more about their faith. But even though they were now, um, in many cases, open to faith, not all of them were ready to go to church. Some were not even willing to meet in our, on our church grounds to continue after Alpha. So we found them a place to meet outside of church. And those young adults met regularly for prayer and study and fellowship. And they got bigger and bigger with every subsequent Alpha as new alums would join their group until they got so big that they had to break up into smaller face sharing groups. And many of those groups are still meeting. But can I say one more thing about the young adults? For many adults, young adults who have been away from faith or church, going to Alpha doesn't mean that everybody is now suddenly ready for everything the church has to offer. But Alpha can be the first step to help young people discover how to be disciples of Jesus. And it's important for us as the church to meet young people where they are. We have, we have to be patient. We have to make our young adults feel like they belong and that they're welcomed by us, even when they don't think or talk or believe or act the same way that we do. But here's the payoff to that approach. Some of the young adults that have gone through Alpha that first time and since then have had massively positive lifestyle changes. And many of those same young adults are now going to church They're reaching out to others. They're making disciples for Jesus. One of them has even taken on a senior leadership position in our parish, and she started a new ministry targeted for young families. And I would say that almost all the young adults that have been through Alpha have gone on to be Alpha leaders, um, both in our parishes and in other parishes around the diocese. That's fantastic. Now, Sue, Alpha runs 11 weeks and it's built around a meal, videos, and small group discussions with lots of questions. Why is that format so effective? I think Alpha is so effective because it provides an environment of radical hospitality and it is built around the meal and it starts with a meal. So during the meal, we're building authentic relationships with each other and we're investing in our guests' lives. And once we create those trusting relationships with our guests, they, they become more open to listening to the message that's in the videos. And the initial videos start out in a more general sense. Um, some of the topics are, is there more to life than this? Who is Jesus? Why did Jesus die? Then they start to get a little more specific. How can I have faith? Well, why and how should I read the Bible? How does God guide us? And we actually spend an entire weekend focusing on the Holy Spirit. So the small group discussions after the videos are very conversational in style. Um, The small group leader is just meant to facilitate the discussion. Um, They're not seen as an expert by any means. It's more we're continuing this dinner party after the video and talking about the content of the video. So um, Alpha and Alpha, how we approach our guests is just as important as the content. So we use radical hospitality and a shared meal to help the guests feel like they belong. And that sense of belonging leads to a gradual unveiling of the good news, the gospel of Jesus. And once participants are open, they kind of grow in their trust and their belief is shaped by these experiences of God through Alpha. And when that process unfolds as intended, 
that encounter with Jesus leaves the participants more hungry for, for community and a greater openness and desire to hear what the church teaches. So it sounds like it's a really well-organized uh, program. And I like how you share around a din- the dinner table, you have a meal and meal and, and food fellowship. That's how relationships grow. And that's so important. And, and, and you, everybody engages in that. Well, we have lots more to cover. So we're going to take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. We'll be back in a moment. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, pastor of St. Mary Magdalene Parish in the East End and St. Benedict Moore Parish in the Hill District. On this Sunday morning, we are learning more about the Alpha program. We have Sue Ferguson and Rosemary Cother Kelly, who are uh, the leaders from Our Lady of Perpetual Help in the North Hills. Now, Rosemary, as Catholics, we're called to go out and make disciples, but most of us don't know what that means. How do we begin to do that? Well, I'm going to guess that a lot of Catholics are like me. We've grown up thinking that personal faith was meant to stay private. And that sharing the faith was something that we ought to leave to the professionals, like missionaries, priests, and nuns. Um, But even now, I think, when people are beginning to recognize or want to share their faith, they don't know how. And many people kind of worry that they don't have the skills or the gifts necessary to be effective at doing that. But inviting people to Alpha is something that anyone can do. Alpha offers everyone, no matter if they're open to faith, barely curious about God, if they're totally turned off to church, Alpha offers a way to explore faith with no strings attached. And it's easy to invite people to a program like that. Many times we just ask people to try Alpha. And and when they do, we just ask them to try two or three sessions. And if they don't like it, we tell them that they're free, they're free to drop out, and there is zero pressure if people want to go. Um, but the reality is we've had very few people who drop out of Alpha after they give it a try. And then they want to continue on to explore their faith after Alpha is over. So I would say that if people are just beginning to think about sharing their faith with others, inviting people to Alpha is a really easy way to begin. Hmm. And Rosemary, you said that the Alpha is just one tool for the church to help evangelize. What else can people do to learn their faith, live it, and share it? While there are so many resources springing up everywhere to help people live out their faith, right here in Pittsburgh, um, there's something called the Preambula Group that offers classes that help to form people into disciples of Jesus who are ready and able to share their faith um, and to live it out. And that's a great resource for people who want to grow deeper in their faith. But I would say for those people whose faith is shaky or non-existent, or for maybe even those people who feel like their faith needs a jumpstart, I would suggest that if you've not ever done an encounter program like Alpha, to please consider giving that a try. And after Alpha, I would highly recommend that people find or start a small faith sharing group. And there are lots of resources online that can help people do that. 
Small groups um, are a place where a number of people meet regularly to study together, to pray together, um, to learn more about their faith and talk about what it means to follow Jesus and keep each other on the right path. Well, so you've witnessed some amazing spiritual transformations over the past several years uh, with this program. Can you share some of those stories? I could share it for an hour. That's how <laughs> wonderful it's been, but I will just give you a couple. Um, we had a young man that went through Alpha this fall, and he's in his uh, mid to late 20s. And he and his fiance were getting married. So he did not really have any faith background at all. And she grew up Catholic and they wanted to get married in the Catholic church. So he tried to go through RCIA, but it really was not resonating with him at all. You know, he wasn't ready for that because he didn't know about how to have a relationship with God. And so he came through our alpha this past spring. um, And, you know, the first alpha which was online, you could see him with his arms crossed. He didn't share much at all. By the, by the end of Alpha, he was transformed. And now he wants to go through RCIA and become Catholic. Um, they're getting married this summer. And he and his fiance actually um, came to our prayer course this summer that we offered online. So he's just been sparked by learning about how much Jesus loves him. If we have time, I could share another one. If not, people can call me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he was definitely transformed. Isn't that oh amazing? Goodness. And I'm sure yes. you have countless other stories on that, which would be awesome. You know, no, Rosemary, during this pandemic, you've had to uh, pivot quickly to offer Alpha online, reaching some people you might not have met otherwise. I always say out of a negative, the pandemic, there's always a positive bringing people and families closer. So will that continue in the future? Yeah, it's funny, Father Tom, that you would give that question to me because I was the one that was really reluctant to go online when the pandemic struck about midway through our spring alpha last year, but Sue really pushed us to keep going. And I I recognize that she was right about that. Mm -hmm. We finished up our spring alpha online. And then when we offered Alpha after that, totally online, we landed up attracting people who would or could never come to an in-person Alpha. So for example, during our first fully online Alpha, we had participants from seven states. Uh, And that was because people invited family members who lived really far away to do Alpha with them. And then we had other people who told us that they knew about St. Mary's Alpha, but they were not going to drive to the North Hills to do it. But when we went online, we had people as far away north as Butler and then far south into the diocese, closer to Washington, PA, and those people joined us. And the other people who joined on online Alpha are parents of young children whose childcare responsibilities make it almost impossible for them to get away on a weeknight and do an in-person alpha. And they were able to join us. So, you know, there's a lot that's really, really good about in-person alpha, but we 
really have made the decision that we can't ever abandon online alpha. As long as there are people out there who need to hear the good news about Jesus, we have to do whatever it takes to try to reach them. That is fantastic. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this program, I definitely you know want to start this at uh, my parish. And I think it, it, the people are so hungry. And as people come back to church and uh, being in person, want the Eucharist, um, maybe some people are still a little reluctant um, or on the fence or they question their faith. Um, we're looking for ways to welcome people back. And I think this is the a great positive time uh, to offer a program uh, for parishes. So Sue, for parish leaders who might be interested in bringing Alpha to their faith community, how can they get in contact with you? So they can call me um, at the rectory at Our Lady of Perpetual Help. The phone number is 412-486-4100. They can also go online um, to our website, which is OL phpgh.org. Um, we have a bunch of videos of testimonies of people who have been through Alpha. We have some of the Alpha USA testimonies, videos, information. So you can find out a lot about it just by going onto our website. And Rosemary and I are happy to help any parish that wants to begin thinking about starting an Alpha or they've already been thinking about it. We have about um, four parishes this fall who are starting an alpha. Um, and we have probably about six parishes that have done alpha in the past and are probably continuing to do it in the diocese of Pittsburgh. That is great. And our lady perpetual help located, uh, in the North Hills, uh, Shaler, Glenshaw, Ellison park area is kind of like the hub church for the alpha program training, uh, parish leaders. So if you get in touch with, um, Sue or Rosemary, they'll definitely get everybody connected. Sue Ferguson and Rosemary Cother Kelly, thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you. Welcome. We'll be back in a moment here on KDK Radio. This week in our plus segment, we are featuring the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Jesus is our shepherd. And last week we heard in the gospel that Jesus sent off his disciples two by two to evangelize and heal the suffering. This week, uh, they return and they share their, their experiences with Jesus. And Jesus declares it's time for all of them to rest after a long journey and a hard day's work. And we see Jesus acting as the Good Shepherd when uh, the disciples return from their mission and, and reflect on that. The Good Shepherd knows and cares for us. And the Lord is our shepherd. And we find refreshment in the communion of the Holy Trinity, the love of the Father, the peace of the Son, and the fire of the Holy Spirit that gives us and guides us strength. Jesus promises another kind of leadership, one that is rooted in peace, truth, goodness, compassion, mercy, reconciliation, sacrifice, and never-ending love. So the Good Shepherd is there to guide us and to comfort us and to give us peace. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus. We'll be back in two weeks. God bless you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.